Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated our safety show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in 3, 2, 1. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 well. Welcome to Amateur Hour on the Rated R Safety Show. How are you doing today? Hopefully you're doing fantastic. Today's Wednesday, May the 13th of 2020, day 134 of the year in only 232 days remaining. Well, anyways, I hope you're off to a fantastic day. It's been a little over 23 hours since our last discussion. That's quite fantastic. A lot has changed over the last little bit, for sure. I will tell you, last night, I had the chance of being on on an interview with the one and the only, the hop nerd, Sam Goodman. We did a marathon of an interview. Three and a half hours. Not a joke. Very serious. Three and a half hour interview, but I did enjoy the time. The time seemed to fly by. Now, I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about that. And I don't know how Sam actually does his interviews in regards of, you know, how the editing goes. But, man, it was fun. A lot of fun. We kind of went all over the place. I think we touched a little bit of everything in one way, shape, or form. Of course, all, you know, long distance, nothing in person. Anyways, if you don't know what you're listening to, this is the Rated R Safety Show coming to you live on safetyfm.com, safety.fm. Also, we are on the different streaming platforms. You can come to safetyfm.tv to stream us there. We're also on Facebook, YouTube, and so on. You can come to our little chat box on safetyfm.tv, leave a remark, leave a comment, 
bring up some controversy, you know, the kind of stuff that we like, or also we are available on the podcatchers because that's what we do. We hang out on the catch of the pods because that's an availability to you. Um, Now, if you don't know, we got some interesting stuff coming up over the next little bit. Tomorrow, we have a special event going on at 7 p.m. Eastern time with good old Sheldon Primus. And it's the viewpoint from OSHA of bringing America back to work. He has some different people coming on. We'll be streaming that live at 7 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow, Thursday. We'll be streaming it across all of our major platforms, just so you are aware. So tune in. You can ask some questions, of course, in the chat box as we do that. Different people. Kevin Harborough, Abby Ferry, Jake, and I'm going to mess up his last name, so I'll leave it alone. So these are people who are going to be there. I'll be there in some way, shape, or form, but I'll be behind the scenes because that's what I do. I'm the behind the scenes guy when it comes to that. But anyways, that's enough of me blabbing for right now. And let's get rolling and bowling because, you know, it's the feature story news time because we need to feature the stories that are part of the news. So let's do that. Bringing you information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. From Feature Story News in Washington, I'm Simon Marks. Economic alarm bells are ringing in Britain after the country's GDP, its economic output, contracted by 2% in the first quarter of the year. That's a sure sign that the country is on track for recession, even as the British government today relaxed lockdown restrictions and encouraged many people to go back to work. From FSN's London bureau, Stuart Smith reports. People living in England can now enjoy the outdoors, meet a friend, shop at garden centres or play some sports like tennis or golf. And staff are being encouraged to go back to work if they can't work from home. That'll go some way to get the UK economy on its feet after the latest statistics show GDP fell 2% in the first quarter, which includes only one week of lockdown. That's the fastest first quarter fall since the 2008 financial crisis, and analysts expect the second quarter will show an even greater decline. Lebanon is going back into a coronavirus lockdown after recording more than 100 new cases just days after lifting initial restrictions. It's been hard hit by a collapse in the tourism sector. Meanwhile, the European Union says it is possible that there will be a holiday season this year. From FSN's Europe desk in Brussels, Lucy Hoff reports. Europeans are desperate for a summer holiday and on Wednesday the Commission is setting out how it intends to get Europe moving again. Measures could include health checks at border crossings or lifting travel restrictions between so-called green zones, countries with similar low levels of infection. The EU is also inching towards common standards on contact tracing apps and will announce a protocol on their use. Apps the EU says will be key to allow cross-border travel to resume in 2020. 20 and beyond. The Indian government has unveiled a $260 billion stimulus package to prop up that country's economy. Prime Minister Narendra Modi says the package is designed to benefit businesses, middle class families and workers alike. US Secretary of State Mike Pompeo has again attacked China for its alleged lack of transparency over COVID-19. From FSN's bureau in Washington, Nick Harper reports. Pompeo accused Beijing of creating an enormous risk for the world, again claiming the virus was man-made in a Chinese laboratory and known about as early as December. 
He made the remarks while on a one-day visit to Israel. There, he praised efforts to share information, telling Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu that he was a great partner who had shared information unlike some other countries. And finally, might the US election be delayed? President Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, gave an interview yesterday saying he couldn't commit to America's November the 3rd date with the polls. Now, in a statement, he says he is not aware of any discussions about trying to change the date. Legally, only Congress can do that. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Well, well, that's some interesting news. What about if the election date did get changed? Wouldn't that be a little bit interesting? So, I don't know. I was actually going through the news sykes this morning. I was taking a listen to a couple of different things, and it looks like right now Broadway, good old New York, will not be reopening until September the 6th is what the date was showing. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Also, I was reading some news stories this morning that was referencing that L.A. County will probably be shut down for another three months looking at some point in July. Now, I don't know if everybody else is going to follow suit, depending on where you're at, of course. So take a look at it that way. I don't know where you're at. I don't know where exactly you're located, and it becomes very interesting as we do this. By the way, before I go in too deep inside of the news stories, you know, we've been talking about some controversial things here recently in regards of webinars that cost $900, $715, and yes, I'm not going to let that thing die. But I will tell you, going to the website to try to get a refund is not the easiest thing to do. I went on there, and it was not easy to locate. Now, you do have a certain amount of time to get a refund for the webinar that is being pre-recorded, if you, in case you missed that one. It is being pre-recorded, the webinar. And the live session will be the question and answer chat with the speakers, but we'll leave it at that for the now. I ended up having to call and getting the refund that way because I'm not going now. Um, it's virtual. I'm not interested in going virtual. I'm not interested in paying 900 or excuse me, $715, really $785 because all the stuff that I signed up for. Um, so I'm not interested in that. So I will not be going. I will not be attending. So that will be one of those things, just so you are aware. But I thought it was interesting that you ended up having to call as those things come forward. Anywho, so that's that. Let's continue, continue, continue. Let's talk about the stuff that's on the list. So the U.S. Department of Transportation logged 25,000 air travel service complaints in the month of March and April. The agency usually processes about 1,500 typical in a month the federal government sent warning to airlines that they must issue refund requests but regulations only specify refunds must be given to the when flights are canceled or significantly changed but airlines have all kinds of different terms and conditions about what that constitutes as significant change by law 
A canceled flight is always eligible for reimbursement no matter the cause, but airlines usually try to rebook or issue credits to not forego the revenue. This is according to USA Today reports. So have you ran into that scenario? Have you tried to get a refund on something that you were doing that you were unable to do? Like, I will tell you, I had several flights that I had to get refunded. And that just kind of happened because some of the events that I was going to got canceled. It wasn't, you know, the most painful process. But the thing is that for a lot of the travel that I get, I get insurance. The funny part about the travel insurance is that with the COVID-19 thing, they're considering that an act of God. So that is not eligible under the insurance. Now, I didn't have any problems for the ones that were refunded for me. Um, So that occurred. Also, the other portion, before I forget, you don't get refunded the insurance money because that's what you're paying for. But I thought that was kind of strange, but whatever. Um, I try to use things that actually give me extra protection in that particular regard. So it wasn't too terrible. But anyways, I just want to bring that up because now, you know, it's becoming part of the news cycle. The other thing that I thought was kind of weird is you're hearing a lot of concerts lately that are postponing opposed to canceling. And so what happens there is because of the postponement and not the cancellation, people are not able to get refunds based on how some of the the service fees work with the ticket masters and, you know, those kind of things, the, the live nations of the world and all that kind of fun stuff. Anyways, let's continue. Mexico broke murder record in 2019 with 34,582 people killed. This happened in the midst of the left-wing president Andres Manuel López Obrador. Innovate to ease local police efforts, nationalize security force, and turn to social programs to end the causes of violence rather than crack down on criminals. Now he's mobilizing the National Guard into local communities under an executive order that will last for about four years. In March, Mexico tallied about 3,000 homicides, the second monthly total ever, or excuse me, the highest second monthly total ever. And the biggest under AMLO. I guess that's all of his initials combined over his watch. So something to think about there. So anyways, this news story that I'm about to share with you should be kind of interesting. For years, I have told people that I'm going to move to Utah. Just for the sake of doing it. Because I knew that at some point this would be okay. So you ready? I'm going to share this with you. I want you to know the information. Bigamy is now legal in the state of Utah. What do I mean? A law passed earlier this year that changed the punishment for bigamy from third degree felony punishable by prison time and fine to a minor infraction just like getting a speeding ticket. Bigamy is when two people who are married, at least one of them is, in a, is a couple that's already married to someone else essentially. Proponents of the law said that it's not to prop up the practice, but to give abuse victims more legal protection. So going to Utah, because bigamy is pretty much now legal. Click the DJ horns. So we kind of knew that this was going to be a matter of time before this started occurring. So if you remember a show that used to be on HBO many, many, many moons ago called Big Love, They were in Utah, so everything would be speeding ticket-like. 
So pretty interesting. So I don't know if there will be, you know, a high population of sister wives, if there will be a high population of people going out there and saying, hey, it's time to go to Utah. Duh. I know that if I even jokingly came up and said, hey, we're moving to Utah, um, I don't think that that would, you know, work out well for me. Just bringing that up. And I say these things jokingly. Utah's a very, very nice state, at least the, the portions that I've been to. I liked it when I went. Anyway, let's go continue, continue, continue. On the hills of revamping the 737 MAX, Boeing received 108 cancellations in April. But it's not the end of the world for the major jet manufacturer. Boeing still has a backlog of, ready for this, 4,834 planes. The smallest since, you ready? 2013. So they have a backlog of 4,834 planes, smallest since 2013, cancellation right now of roughly ballpark, whatever the hell a number I just told you, of 108. Not a bad place to be, depending on what side of the equation you are. So backlog of 4,834. How long does it take to actually make one of these things? If somebody can tell me that, that'd be great. Would love to hear. I'm always intrigued by those things, as I would like to mention. Duh. But whatever. Whatever it is, my friend. Whatever it is. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. So, okay, in Milwaukee, the largest city in Wisconsin, where Democratic governor has imposed draconian shutdown measures and whose ma- whose mayor says promised to continue lockdown until june local emergency medical services has seen horrifying jump in routine calls during march and april year over year the director of medical services for milwaukee county reports a 78 percent increase in ems responses over mental health concerns a 54 percent increase in drug overdose responses and an 80 percent increase in suicide attempts according to the left-wing newspaper urban milwaukee in total there's been 1884 such calls over that period meanwhile 423 people have died as a result of the coronavirus in wisconsin and as of tuesday 193 people there had a positive coronavirus test out of 4,900, the lowest percentage since March 30th. As of Tuesday, 326 were hospitalized. Statewide, 325 ventilators were in use, suggesting that there's also being used for other ailments. Meanwhile, on Tuesday, Wisconsin hit five of its six gating criteria to start reopening. The only one not met is a decrease in flu-like symptoms, whether or not it's COVID-19. And yet, Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers is one of the four state governors to get an F for its response to the pandemic for enforcing shutdown for oh, disappropriation to the actual caseloads. So I don't know. Do you take a look at this and go, he's being too conservative when it comes to that? Or do you think that he's doing it right? Because here's the thing. Let's say, for instance, that he's doing it wrong and you don't see an increase and you don't see something come out of the out of the woodwork based on that then what happens because what ends up taking place for the most part 
is that if you see a rebound and they open too soon, then there's going to be the question of, did he do the right thing? So it's kind of a no-win scenario, depending on how you look at it. Duh. Duh. So that's something else you have to think about, because which one do you want to be next to? Which one do you want to stand next to? And then the other thing is you keep on hearing about people looking for protection that if they are to reopen the economy in certain states, where if something was to go wrong inside of a retail shop, a restaurant where somebody would get contaminated, and we'll use the word contaminated, where they would not hold the retailer, restaurant, whatever, accountable for do, you know for them getting contaminated in that area. So I don't know. There's so many different things, and it varies so much from state to state and conversation to conversation and research to research and all that other horseshit that we can talk about that I'm sure you don't really care about. Duh. But something that we have to think about as we move forward with this, it can't just be one-sided news stories as you hear them all across the board. A lot of thoughts have to be behind it. Anyways, more Americans have renounced their citizenship during the first quarter of 2020 than during all of 2019. In a total of 2,909 formally gave up their citizenship in the first three months, well above the 2,072 who gave it up last year. One analyst says that it's likely due to the lockdown. The other people are already living abroad finally went through the formal channels to give up citizenship, which requires a $2,350 government fee and showing up at a U.S. embassy in the country that they're living. So that's quite a few people, if you take a look at it, giving up their citizenship. I mean, it's about a 900, almost close to a 900-person swing. And I don't know if you can say that the lockdown is 100% basis for it. I mean, some people just want to move to a different country. Now, I would say, you know, the dual citizenship seems kind of a cool thing to do. Um Something to look at if you want to do that. But I don't know if I would want to leave. I mean, I know, you know, every time that somebody wins the presidential election, regardless of party, people are always saying that they're going to leave because they can't handle it. I'm always a smart ass and say, regardless, I'm leaving because I want to go on vacation to a different country, not because who's winning. But take a look at it that way. I don't know. What do you think? What is the thought process there? Would you would you want to leave the U.S.? Do you want to go somewhere else? I mean, it's something to think about. You always can. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. Anyways, grocery prices spiked in April. The Labor Department reports that month-over-month food prices increased by 2.6%, the largest one-month jump since February of 1974. The biggest price increase was meats, fish, eggs up 4.3%. Fruits and vegetables went up by 1.5%. Baked goods were up by 2.9%. And other goods dropped nearly 1% at cost from month over month. So, something to think about as prices continue to increase. Also, some people continue to get furloughed. Things are not coming easier for some of the people that are out there. Just something to talk about there as you take a look or take a listen to what we're talking about. We thought American government was interference or inefficient, excuse me. Italy corporate bailout package was supposed to include $800 billion for private enter- enterprises to get some economical relief. But only 10% of the 300,000 that have applied have gotten the money. This is according to Bloomberg reports. Lenders, they say that much like the United States, the rules are too complicated to understand how to shell out the money. Meanwhile, Italian Parliament still has not gotten through a domestic bailout package that was promised for early April. 
remember, we're in May as we're having this discussion. 77-year-old man, Barber, in Michigan opened up the services last week, but the state quickly tried to shut him down. On Tuesday, a judge refused to sign an order to enforce it. The court reportedly wanted to give the man a hearing before signing such order craziness what's going on out there anyways new zealand astronomer have found an earth-like planet 1200 light years away the planet takes about 617 days to orbit in the stars which is much less massive than ours they have a planet they say the planet could be up to 10 times larger than ours as well so that goes into that whole thing again that we talk about all the time anyways let me kind of go through this And this gets into that world of politics, so let's be very careful. Speaker Nancy Pelosi outlined a Tuesday a $3 trillion coronavirus relief package that would body its expected to vote next week. The bill would shell out more money to local governments, testing and direct cash payments to Americans, including $1,200 a person, including children, capped at $6,000. Under another bill introduced by Rep. Tim Ryan, all people living in the country over the age of 16 would receive $2,000 a month until employment levels return to pre-pandemic levels, regardless of current employment or immigration. Yeah, some people are freaking out about that part. Status as long as you make under $130,000 a year, it's a catch-22, sort of. A policy like that would guarantee employment levels never to return to pre-pandemic levels as the government incentivizes not working. That's a matter of opinion. That is an opinion piece written to that news story. It would also include amnesty for illegal immigrants who are working an essential job, which is the bill defined broadly. All federal prisoners who suffer from asthma, diabetes, and are over the age of 50 Oh, he's 50 years old unless the prison system can prove that the inmate is likely to commit violence against a specific person. Meanwhile, lobbyist shops in Washington, D.C. would explicitly be eligible for small business bailout loans. But Senator Mitch McConnell said that it's a non-starter right now in the U.S. Senate. A lot of weird stuff coming up. I don't know. I mean, you have to take a look at it all across the board. On how some of that would work, because it's just it is what it is, man. People need help. Some people need relief. And it's not one of those things of trying to get people not to work again. I mean, of course, you have to put a cap in some kind of timeline on some of these things. Just kind of the way that it works. I would imagine. I don't know. Somebody needs to explain it to me. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Anyways, no winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $68 million jackpot and a fit or a $55 million cash payout. So something to take a look at if you are interested. Anyways, let's continue with this one. I know we've been speaking about this over the last few weeks, and this will just add more fuel to the fire. There are new rumors behind Jay Cutler's divorce with Kristen Cavallari. While the initial reports alluded to the potential cheating, those were shut down by the couple. Next, uh, The next reason was that Kristen felt that Jay lacked motivation and was lazy. Close friends, those stories are all bullshit. Now, multiple reports say that the split was because Jay's rude and dismissive behavior towards friends, families, and fans. According to the Daily Mail, Kristen was sick of it 
in constant bad moods and often said that there is ice running through his veins, making him a cold and distant. As previously reported, the reality star couple announced their shocking split at the end of April after almost a decade together. And I have to tell you, if you take a look at it, there's so many reality quote unquote stars. And I'm saying quote unquote that don't make it through that bullshit of being on TV together. I think it's a terrible idea of doing that. Nobody ever seems to last. I mean, the Osbournes almost at one point didn't make it. Duh. And I really like the Osbournes, you know, for whatever that's worth, if that's important to you. Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic? Never. Anyways, let's talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate today, because, you know, those are always important for some. National Crouton Day. National Frog Jumping Day. Good luck with that one. National Apple Pie Day. National Fruit Cocktail Day. National Receptionist Day. National Third Shift Workers Day. Hopefully that third shift is still available for some. So besides that, I don't really have tons of stuff going on today. A lot of craziness just in regards to what we have going on at the station. I got some pretty exciting stuff coming up, but I can't discuss it yet. Um... Oh, do I go down the route or do I not go down the route? I'll just put it to you this way. I always think that lawyer conversations are interesting. And be paying close attention to that comment because I'm sure we're going to find some interesting stuff off relatively quick that I want to share with you. I just I don't think I'm allowed to yet. Yes, I. there are certain things that I'm not allowed to do, and it's okay, and I can say that. <laughs> and everybody's like, but I thought you're the tell it like it is, or you're the tell it like it is guy. Well, yeah, but there's certain things that I have to hold back on, and it's okay. It's okay. We're going to hold back for a moment. We're going to get to it. It's not going to happen right now, and it's okay. We'll discuss it. Anyways, I want to give you the important information that I like to share with you every day because I think it's important. It was part of the news today. And so we're going to discuss it one more time, even though this portion, but suicide was referenced. Depression was referenced. So we need to talk about it. The suicide or the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, not hotline, lifeline is available for you at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK. If you're going through suicidal thoughts, depression, you need someone to speak with because you're having thoughts of self-harm, call 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255 or go to suicidepreventionlifeline.org. That's suicidepreventionlifeline.org. They're there for you to be able to assist. The other portion You can go to this website called To Write Love on Her Arms. They also have all kinds of great resources there of people in your local area. I wear their shirts all the time. I'll show this one right off right here. I'm here now in good company. The name of the episode. Because I think it's important that we're there for each other. And understand that we cannot do what we do as a society without you. And I know this is some tough times, and I know this is some rough times, and I know that things are difficult, and I know that, you know, you probably sit back and go, well, Jay, you know, you just talk. You sit behind a microphone. Yeah, I do that. 
We talk together. We have conversations together. But there's a reality to everything. Yeah, this is, we'll say this is a form of business for me. This is not all I do. Things are not perfect in my world either. But I still have people to talk to. There's still people that I turn to. And we have discussions about what's going on. And, you know, and people have this great fear of I can't tell other people that I'm having a form of depression. I can't tell other people that I'm having suicidal thoughts. I think it's okay to start having those conversations. It's when you're bottling up because it's supposed to be the social norm. I think that's where the issue is. Talk to people. Let them know exactly what's going on. It's not a blame or a shame game. It's a conversation of what you believe and what you need to talk about. And it's okay. These things happen. And conversations are okay. It's okay, it's okay to share your thoughts and your feelings and your emotions. It's okay. So like I said, call 1-800-273-8255. That's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Or go to to write love on her arms dot com that's available as well as we discussed anyways thank you for always being the best part of safety fm and that is the listener you know who i am i know who you are love you mean it bye duh the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.